If you know and you are sure that God is good to you, shout hallelujah. I want us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the ancient of days. Let's begin to thank our good God. He is good unto us in all things. Let's begin to worship him. Let's begin to give him praise. Let's give him honor. Let's give him adoration for his goodness unto us as a family. Father, we worship you. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we magnify your name. We thank you because you are a good God. We thank you for your goodness unto us. We thank you for your loving kindness unto us. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we exalt your name. We thank you for all that you have done for us from the beginning of this new month. And we thank you for what you intend to do for us again tonight. Glory and honor be unto your name. Adoration be unto your name. I want us to open our mouth and begin to thank God for his faithfulness unto us. Let's thank him for his loving kindness unto us. Father, we worship you. Lord, we magnify your name in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, I'm here again at your presence. Come and do what you alone can do for me tonight by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, Lord, answer me by your mercy tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, let me become your focus for your goodness tonight by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, let me become the focus for deliverance tonight by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, let me become the focus for favor tonight by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, by your mercy, come and meet me at the point of my need. In the name of Jesus, Lord, by your mercy, make me a focus for your favor. Make me a focus for your goodness. Make me a focus for your power tonight. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, let the heavens of our signs and wonders be open tonight. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord, open the heavens of our signs and wonders tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, let there be showers of blessing. Let there be showers of glory. In the name of Jesus, open our heavens. 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 In the name of Jesus. And Lord, let there be a pony of your grace. Let there be a pony of your power. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by your power, let every satanic power that we want to hinder my prayer be destroyed tonight. In the name of Jesus, any contrary power, every forces of darkness that may want to hinder my blessing tonight. Lord, let your fire destroy them. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every contrary power, every contrary forces that may want to end our blessing tonight, we come against you. In the name of Jesus, we command fire to destroy every contrary power tonight. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let nothing end our blessings tonight. 
in Jesus mighty name we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, let all my impossibilities be turned to possibilities tonight. I want you to know that we serve a God who specializes in impossibility. I don't know what you consider to be impossible, but tonight, God wants to turn all impossibilities to possibility. I want you to cry with a loud voice and say, Lord, turn all my impossibilities to possibilities tonight. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, let all our impossibilities be turned to possibilities tonight. By your power, in the name of Jesus, Lord, turn all our impossibilities to possibilities. In the mighty name of Jesus, let all impossible cases be made possible tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. There are some battles in our life that we only respond to fire prayer. To fire prayer. <laughs> Do you know, for example, you know, and that's why we have different kinds of fire. There is electric, uh, like for example, if you want to cook in your house, there's a gas stove that you use. But when it comes to wedding, to, to, to joining metals together, you need the, a, a kind of, uh, a kind of uh, uh, fire from the, the, from, from the mechanical engineers to wet two metals together. And when it comes to consuming stuff, you need another level of fire. You can't you can use the, the, the fire you use to, to cook, to burn some stuff. You need some high intensity, high, high intensity of fire. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, tonight, let every difficult problems in my life be consumed by fire. Your difficult problem could be a sickness that is, you know, that is incurable. But whatever it is, I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, by fire, consume all my difficult problems tonight. Difficult challenges, let them be consumed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, we pray that tonight you will consume all difficult problems, difficult challenges by fire. In the name of Jesus, let every sickness be consumed by fire. In the name of Jesus, let every court case be consumed by fire. In the name of Jesus, whatever could be like a mountain before us, by your fire, let them be consumed tonight. In the name of Jesus, whatever is a sickness or a disease in our body, Lord, by your fire, let them be consumed tonight. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray for Ukraine very quickly. That God will send peace to that nation. That every fire of affliction, fire of war that is burning in that nation, that the blood of Jesus will be used to quench it now. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Father, we pray for Ukraine right now. Let there be peace. In the name of Jesus, we declare peace over that nation. In the name of Jesus, let the fire of affliction, let the fire of battle burn over that nation be quenched right now by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you, we give you praise for what you intend to do in our midst tonight. Lord, as we go into your word, minister unto us. 
Let there be total healing tonight. Let there be total deliverance tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let every difficult and, 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 and impossible cases be, be consumed by fire. In the name of Jesus. I pray that you will release your anointing upon every one of us tonight. And every stop and joke will be broken in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because you have answered our prayers in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. If you know that tonight God will focus on you for favor, shout hallelujah. I want us to uh, open our Bible as we go into the word of God. Uh, very briefly, and then we'll continue to pray. We have been talking about prayer. And uh, let me tell us this, prayer is one of the tools that God has given to us as Christians to meet our needs and to turn our situation around. Prayer. Even when the Israelites were about to cross over, you know, from Egypt to the other side of the sea, uh, you know, it got a time when, when Moses started, you know, started crying unto God. You know, God told him and said, Moses, why are you crying unto me? Tell the children of Israel to move forward. Which means sometimes after we have prayed, God expects us to take some step of faith. Step of faith. And that, that's why I'm believing God that for as many of us who, who will take some step of faith in this new week, the Lord will give us results in the name of Jesus. So, and you know, Moses did what God told him. And he commanded the people. He said, let's go forward. Just go forward. And God gave him some instructions. Stretch forth your rod. He stretched the rod. And then the sea parted. And the Israelites, they crossed over on a dry ground. I want to pray for somebody that this week, God will use it to part your way. To the next level. In the name of Jesus. I said this week. God will move you to your next level. In the name of Jesus. Whatever has been stopping you before now. I command you to give way. In the name of Jesus. Nothing will stop you again. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Very quickly I want us to open our Bible to the book of Matthew 17 verse 21. Matthew 17, verse 21, the Bible says, However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Now, anytime I'm reading the word of God, especially the New Testament, and I see any words from Jesus, if you have a red letter Bible, you know, these are the words of Jesus. These are the words that came directly from the lips of Jesus. Anytime I see any red letter words in, in God's word, I pay extra attention to it. I pay because it is like me seeing Jesus right now talking to me. That's how it is. Red letter words in the Bible. It is like you, you can see Jesus talking to you directly. And look at, look at what Jesus told the disciples. He said, this kind of trouble cannot go out except by prayer and by fasting. Now, I want you to know that when Christ gave them that statement, he was confident about what he was telling them. Because he would not ask them to do what will not work. He was confident about it. 
you know, you know, I, there was a time I, wa I was in the hospital, you know, last year. Uh, I was I was supposed to get some drips. Uh, they wanted to give me IVF, whatever, they, what's it called, the, the water. I don't, I don't know what they call it. I'm not a medical expert. So the nurse that was supposed to do that for me, it, she kept looking. She was just punching and punching, looking for the vein. And I was like, God, please help me tonight. Help me tonight. And it, you know, she tried several places and she couldn't really get to the vein. And then she called somebody. And that, the other nurse that she called, within two minutes, pam, 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 she was able to do it. She was able to do it. And I was happy. Do you know, after that second nurse did it, I, I was feeling more comfortable with her than with the first nurse. Because to me, it's like the, the first nurse didn't really know what she was doing. Because she kept punching, punching my skin, punching, looking for the vein. I was like, I hope you will not kill me here tonight. So what I'm saying is this, <laughs> what Jesus was telling them was something he knew. The second nurse, when she came, she just said, okay, and I just give me the needle. She just like, you know, punch it, boom. And she was able to locate the vein. She was, I was like, oh, this, this is the nurse that should stay with me tonight. So what I'm saying is this, any, anything Jesus, uh, you know, tell us to do, he has the power. He is confidence about it. Is confidence about it, and that's why tonight I want to I want to exhort us very bravely. Although I will be teaching, but I, I will be I will be giving more points on what I've titled the place and the power of confidence in prayer. The place and the power of confidence in prayer. I want us to know that when it comes to approaching God. There is a way God wants us to do it if it is going to be effective. If it is going to command an immediate result. The place and the power of confidence in prayer. The book of Hebrew chapter 4, Hebrew chapter 4 verse 16. I want you to open your Bible with me. Hebrew chapter 4 verse 16. They, 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 they look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, let us therefore... Look at that. Let us, therefore, come boldly. You can replace that word boldly with confidently. Let us, therefore, come confidently. Let us, therefore, come boldly. Look at that. To the throne of grace that we may what? We may obtain mercy and find help in the time of need. I want us to know that the provision that God made for us in the time of our need, is for us to approach his throne during the time of prayer. Say, so let us do it with boldness. Let us do it with confidence. God doesn't want us to do it shabbily. He wants us to approach him like, 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 like a child will approach his father. That's how God wants us to do it. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. It is through prayer that we can obtain mercy and then that we may find grace. Grace we need in every areas of our life. It is in the place of prayer that we can find grace for our life. So that we can have we can we can we can have our need our needs to be met when we go through any period of needs. The book of Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35 Hebrew chapter 10 verse 35, the Bible said, Therefore, do not cast away your confidence. 
Can you see that from, from your Bible? Do Because our confidence is very, very important. Do not cast it away. No matter what you are going through, no matter how bad the situation may look, don't cast away your confidence. I've, I've said this several times. How, how, you know, sometimes I just approach God confidently. It's not that I'm not anything, but I just believe in God who is something to me. He can do anything. No matter how bad the situation may look like, still approach God with confidence. Approach God with confidence. And that's why, you know, Paul was, you know, telling the, the, the Jews, he said, therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has a great recompense of reward. There is reward when we approach God with confidence in our prayer. And 1 John chapter 5, 1 John chapter 5 verse 14, this was the apostle of love. Apostle of love that was talking to us here, 1 John chapter 5 verse 14, look at what he said. He said, now therefore... There is now, 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 therefore, this is the confidence that we have in Him that is in God. That if we ask anything according to what to His will, He hears us. That's the confidence. So, we, when we, when we, when it comes to prayer, that is the place our confidence level need to go up. Our confidence level need to go up in God. Now, I want to give us maybe three points. I have almost seven points, but there are other, there are other, other little points on one of the points. On what can boost our confidence in our prayer. That's what I want to show us tonight. And I hope that will help somebody to pray with confidence tonight. Or to pray with confidence from this week henceforth. Three things. I want to show us three things. There are several, there are several of them, but just to select a few of them. You know, of things that can boost our confidence. Because once our confidence level is, I mean, once it goes up, even the devil will withdraw from you. Because the devil knows that a, a confident man or a confident woman is dangerous. He won't just come and put any, any, any doubting thoughts in your mind because he knows that you know what you are doing. Number one. Number one. If, 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 if I will boost my confidence in the place of prayer, number one. I must know that God is a caring father. I want you to take note of that. I must know if I will boost my confidence in the place of prayer, the first thing that we need to know and to understand is that God is a caring father. He cares for us so much. So much. So much. And it's because of his love. You know, if you love somebody, you will care for them. You will care for them. You know, you know there are parents that if you know, I, I, I know they get over it, but some parents cannot still get over it. If if their if their children should go out and maybe the the child told the parent, I'll be back by eight o'clock in the night. And when it is almost one hour before eight o'clock, some parents they will begin to like ah, what's going on here? My, my, my daughter or my, my my child ought to have come back. You know, if by eight that child is not at home, the next thing for a caring parent, the next thing they want to do is to call and say, "Where are you? I've been, I've been waiting for you. I hope you are all right. I hope you are good." And you know, that is how to show that somebody care. If you love somebody, you will care for them. You will care for them. You will care for them. 
And that is how God cares for us. <laughs> if we as parents, we have that kind of uh, sympathy, we have that kind of empathy, how much more God? So when we approach him, we need to know that even though I may be sick right now, even though I may be going through affliction, I may be going through difficult challenges, God still cares for me. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. God is a caring father. The book of Isaiah chapter 49 verse 15 the Bible says, can a woman forget a nursing child and not have compassion on the son of a womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. God asked me to tell you that he will not forget you and he has not forgotten you. Yes. Others might, might have forgotten about you. Your friend might have neglected you. Even maybe some of your family members. Maybe because of your problem, they say, you know what? Your, your problem is too much for us to carry at this point. And they neglected you. They ignore you. God said, he will still not forget you. He cares. Do you know the disciples in Mark chapter 4, Mark chapter 4, when Christ was sleeping in the boat during a storm, the first thing they asked Jesus was that, carest thou not that we perish? Because they thought, ah, how can we be struggling here? And Jesus Christ was sleeping on the pillow. They, 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 they questioned him. They said, don't you care? But he cared. He cared for them. If he didn't care for them, why will he be sleeping? He cared for them. He cared for them. Look, 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 look at what, look at, look at, look at what they told Jesus in Mark chapter four. Mark chapter four, verse, verse, verse thirty-eight. But he was in the inner part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, "Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing?" I know this is some. Of, this is what some of us are saying to God right now. That God, if you really care. Then why, 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 why am I going through this? Why am I going through this affliction? I want you to know that God cares. And that's why 1 Peter chapter 5 and 7, because Peter, who wrote the book of uh, uh, 1 and 2 Peter, he knew that God cared. Look at what he, look at what he told us. 1 Peter 5 and 7, he said, Casting all your cares <laughs> upon him. For he what? For he cares for you. I believe it must be Peter that, Approach Jesus in Mark in Mark chapter 4, Mark chapter 4, verse 30, 38. I believed it was Peter that said, Ah, Master, don't you care that we are perishing and we are sleeping here? We better do something about our case before the, before the boat capsized. I, I believe, I believe that it was Peter that said it. And that was why he told us here. He said, Please, my brethren, I have learned by experience that when you are going through storms, don't believe that God doesn't care for you. I've been in a storm before and Christ was in the boat with me <laughs> and we woke him up and we said, don't you care that we perish? And, you know, the way he approached the situation makes us to understand that he cared for us. And I say, okay, what you can do anytime you, you, you are feeling lonely is to just cast your body. Keep casting it. Keep casting it. Don't carry it on yourself. Keep casting it. And one of the ways we can cast, we can cast our burden on God is by prayer. Is by prayer because prayer is just talking to God. If you want, if you like, you can cry. And as long as you are talking to God, if you want, you can weep. In as long as you are talking to God, I say, God, don't you see what I'm going through? Just make sure you are addressing it to God. Don't complain to men. 
Don't be calling somebody and be, no, don't call men. Don't just complain to God. Cry unto him. Weep. You can even roll on your floor in your, in the, in your bedroom. Roll on the floor and say, ah, God, come and do something. Just make sure you are what? You are that is prayer. And it is therapeutic. <laughs> you know, sometimes people will pay this therapist to go and talk to the therapist. The therapist may not even say something. The therapist will just listen and just, okay, okay, okay. He will just be asking you questions. And then after that, you pay one other one other dollar per hour, and then that, the session is ending, and they will schedule for another section. And you can do the same thing to God. You can God want to listen. You can just sit down and, and put a table in your front. I said, Jesus, come and sit down here. I'm here in your front, and you can you can begin to talk to Him because He cares. He cares for us. Then number two, I need to know and understand that not only does God care, but God is a consistent father. If I will boost my confidence in prayer, I need to know and understand that God is a consistent father. What does that mean? It means that God is faithful. That's what it means. Is is ever is ever faithful. Is a consistent father. He will not change. It will not change. And let me tell us this. The reason why some of us think maybe God is unfair or God is not faithful or God is not consistent is because sometimes when we look around, maybe some things that we desire that we don't have, that others have, we sometimes want to think that why should, why should, why should that sister have that thing that I don't have? And I've been crying to God to have it for a long year. Maybe God is not fair to me. Maybe God is not good to me. No, no. Don't think like that. God is good to is a consistent father. He is consistent. He is faithful. He's faithful. The book of James, chapter 1, verse 17. Look at what look at what the Bible says. James 1, verse 17. The Bible says, every good gift. I want you to listen to this. And every perfect gift. If it is not good and if it is not perfect, God may not want to give it to you. Because only good and perfect thing comes from God. So if you are still waiting on that thing, wait. Because the best is reserved for the last. I said the best is reserved for the last. Wait. Because if it is good and if it is perfect, that is what God will give to you. And that's why the, the book of James says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And it comes down from the Father of light with whom there is no what variation. No shadow of turning. Do you know God is not a respecter of anybody? What he did for somebody in Canada, he can do for somebody in Nigeria. It's the same God. The Bible says, the same God is rich unto all that call unto him out of a pure heart. Our heart must just be pure. We must have a good heart towards God. When we call up to him from a pure heart, he will answer us. He is not a respecter of person. He will not answer my prayer more because I'm, I, I live in the U.S. than he will answer somebody who lives in, in Spain. No, no, it doesn't matter where, wherever you are. <laughs> the same God as you call upon him in the U.S., as, you, as we are also calling upon him in U.K. or wherever we are, he's going to answer us. Location notwithstanding. Location notwithstanding because he's, a faith, he's consistent. It doesn't change. Is consistent. The book of First uh, Thessalonians chapter five verse twenty four. The Bible says, "He who calls you is faithful. Who also will do it is consistent and is faithful. 
And Philippians chapter number 6, look at what Paul said. Paul said, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Whatever God has begun, he will complete it in your life. He will complete it in my life. He is consistent. I want you to know that. He is consistent. Then number three, and then we'll go and pray. Not only do I need to know that God is a caring father, and that God is a consistent father, but if I will boost my confidence in God in the place of prayer, I also need to know that God is a competent father. Competent. Competent. What does it mean to be competent? To be competent means to be skillful, to have all that it takes to achieve something. God is a competent, which means he's all-powerful. God is all-powerful. He has the power and the resources to meet all our needs. That was why when Christ was walking the, 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 the street of Galilee, there was never any time that Christ referred a case to a, to a doctor and said, oh, this case, I can't solve it. Take it to, to a doctor in Galilee. He can help you. I can't help you with this cancer. I can't help you with this uh, diabetes. I can't help you with this eyebrow prayer. Yo, no, no. Just cancer is stage four. I cannot deal with it. Take it to, there is a, there is a man in Samaria. Take they take the patient to the man in Samaria. No, never. Because he is a competent father. I want, to know, I want us to know that he is competent. And that should boost our confidence in him. Anytime we are praying to him, he is competent. In the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 32, the Bible says, And he who did not spare his only son, but give him to us, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Look at that. And Psalm 62 verse 11, the Bible said, God has spoken once and twice I have heard this. The power belong to God. Power belong to God. It's a competent God. Now, because God is competent, let me just list and then let me list some of the things he can do and then we'll go and pray. Because he's competent, one, he is able to do more than our request. According to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, the Bible says, Unto him who is able to do exceedingly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that is at work in us. I want you to know that more than your request, God can give you more. He's able to do exceedingly. You may be asking for one thing, and God may give you ten, because he's a competent father. Then number two, because he's competent, he's also able to deliver us. I don't know what you are going through. He can grant you deliverance. The book of Daniel chapter 3 verse 17. The three Hebrews, they, they replied to the king. They said, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. And if this is the case, our God, whom we serve. Look at that. We deliver us from this burning, fiery furnace. And he will also deliver us from your hand, O king. He is able to deliver because he's a competent father. Then number, number three, he's also able to subdue all things. Because he's a competent father, he can subdue all things. He can subdue sickness in your life. He can subdue the powers of the wicked in your life. He's able to subdue all things. According to Philippians chapter 3 verse 21, the latter part of it says, according to the workings by which he is able even to subdue all things. All mountains, all sickness, it can subdue it. 
under his feet. And then number four, because he's a competent father, he's also able to build us up. I don't know, maybe the enemy has destroyed something in your life. God can build it up again. Do you know, no matter what Russians have done to Ukraine, go and write it down. By the time God visits that country again, everything that has been damaged will be built up again in the name of Jesus. So God is able to build up. He's able to build up. According to Acts chapter 20 verse 32, the Bible says, Now unto him, my brethren, I commend you to God who is able to what? To build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. And then number five, because he is competent, I want you to listen to this, he is able to keep you from stumbling. Maybe you are going through temptation. Maybe you are going through some trial right now and you feel like maybe you will soon fall. You will not fall. Because he is able to, to keep you from stumbling. You know, Jude chapter 1 verse 24. The Bible says, Now unto him who is able to keep you from stumbling. Look at that. And to preserve you faultless before the presence of of his glory with exceedingly joy, with exceeding joy. And then number six, because he's competent, I want you to listen to this as well, he's able to make all grace available to you. He's able to make all grace. According to 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you so that you will always have sufficiency in all things. And then number seven, because he is competent. I want you to listen to this. He is able to save unto the uttermost. He is able to save unto the uttermost. What does that mean? It means that he, he has saved us and is saving us right now and he will save us when he comes. He is able to save unto the uttermost, which means when the time comes, maybe the rapture take place or we leave this world, we are going to be saved and we are going to be delivered from the second death. That's from that, that is talking about lake of fire from second death. And this is just for those who believe in Christ as their Lord and Savior. He's able to save to the uttermost. That is Hebrews 7.25. The Bible said, therefore, he is able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. I want us to know that up until now, Christ is still interceding for us. So if Christ is praying for us, and we are also praying, do you think God will not answer our prayer? I don't know. This should boost our confidence. Because in heaven right now, he is interceding for us before God. So I want you to always remember that. Even when you forget to pray, and you say, ah! I forgot to pray. I slept up. I slept up. I didn't pray last night. Then just remember, he's praying for me in heaven. Hallelujah. I want us to go and pray. <laughs> I want us to go and pray. We are going to lift up our voice unto God this morning, I mean, this night. And say, my father, Lord, help me to boost my confidence in you. We are going, we are going to pray based on those, some of the points I've mentioned. But I want us to first settle the issue with our confidence. Because the reason why many of us, we, we, we have not really receive answer to our prayers is because when we pray, is that we are praying with condemnation, is that we are praying with guilt, or we are praying with a doubtful mind. 
when we should be praying with confidence anytime we approach the throne of grace i want you to lift up your voice and say my father in the name of jesus let me be delivered from the spirit of condemnation lord help me to build up my confidence in you in the place of prayer in the name of jesus open your mouth open your mouth open your mouth Lord, help us to build our confidence in you. Help us to build our confidence in you. In the place of prayer, in the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, be bold tonight. I want you to pray with confidence tonight because God is a caring father. Because God is a competent father. Because God is a God who is consistent. I want you to lift up your voice and say, in the name of Jesus, tonight help me to build up my confidence in you. In the place of prayer, let every spirit of guilt, every spirit of condemnation that reduce my confidence before you, let them be kicked out of my heart. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, sanctify our heart. Let our heart be sanctified. Let our hearts be purged from, from every spirit of self-condemnation, from every guilt conscience. In the name of Jesus, sanctify us. Sanctify us. Help us to build up our confidence in you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I want you to know that when it comes to confidence, do you know there are some patients that there are some, you know, maybe some of the medicines that wouldn't have worked if not for the power of confidence. Let, let me give us an example. Let me give us an example. You know, if, if somebody is dying right now, somebody is dying, and maybe somebody just approach him and say, hey, are you, ah, what's going on? And the person ah, I don't know what is going on with me. My body is aching. I have these symptoms. And the person say, well, two days ago, I have the same symptoms that you have. And truly, yes, yes. And this is the medicine that I use. This is the prescription that I use. In, do, do you think the person who is dying, if he was given that medicine, do you think the medicine will not work for him? It, it will work. It will work. It will work because there, there is a testimony of somebody who has used the same medicine that worked for him, for, for, for him or her. It will work. So what I'm saying is that confidence is very powerful. And it's a powerful tool in the place of prayer. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, you know, you know the Holy Spirit can give us confidence. It can increase our confidence in the place of prayer. And that's why we are going to we are going to ask for the infilling of Holy Ghost. Infilling. When we are filled with Holy Ghost, when the Holy Spirit fills us, He gives us boldness. He makes us to approach God without fear. He makes us to approach God as a father. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, tonight, let me be filled with your Holy Ghost. Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit tonight. Fill me. Let my heart be filled. Let me be filled with your Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, I want to be baptized with new boldness. I want to be baptized with new confidence. Lord, fill me with your Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, we pray that tonight you will fill us with your Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Lord, fill us with your power. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit of God, fill us afresh. In the mighty name of Jesus, help us to build up our confidence in God. 
help us to increase our confidence in God. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit of God, fill us afresh tonight in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, let every stubborn battles in my life reducing my confidence. Do you think the disciples did not try it in Mark 4, 38? <laughs> they tried. When the storm, when there were storms, and the Bible said the waves was, 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 was beating water into the boats. They tried. They tried to control the situation because they were expert fishermen. But whatever they were doing didn't work. And that was why when they approached Jesus in verse 38, they said, carest thou not that we are perishing. They tried. So, so which, which means they were being confronted with a challenge that was above their confidence level. Yes, yes. Do you know sometimes, we, some of us, we are going through some challenges that is above our confidence level. We have prayed. We have fasted. We have given. We have done everything we know how to do. But the problem keeps staring at us. And, and that has reduced our confidence in God. But maybe that has even reduced our, our confidence in the place of prayer. I want you to lift up your voice. Because the disciples faced the same situation like that. But Jesus intervened for them. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, let every stubborn problem, every stubborn challenges and troubles in my life, that is challenging my confidence in God. Let those problems be terminated tonight. I want you to know that very soon you will share testimony about that problem. No matter how tough it may be. I want you to believe that very soon. Because whenever we are faced with anything like that, God always wants to take glory. It is not your problem that will take glory. God wants to be glorified in that situation. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, tonight, let every stubborn problem... Every stubborn challenges, reducing my confidence in the place of prayer. Let those problems be terminated now. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Stubborn sickness, stubborn problems, stubborn challenges and situations in our life. Making us not to have confidence in God again. Hey Lord, tonight let those problems be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let that sickness be terminated by fire. Problems in our life. Staring at us. Making us to believe that there's, we, 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 there's, there, there, there's no way out. Father, tonight we pray that by your power, you will terminate those problems. In the name of Jesus. Lord, terminate those problems tonight. In the name of Jesus. Terminate those problems tonight. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, let every satanic power busting against me. There are some of us, we have, we have, we have, we have some powers busting against us. They keep, they keep, they keep using their, their, their ego against us. Whether in the realm of the spirit or in the, in the physical realm. And some of us feel threatened. I want us to lift up our voice to God. Because God doesn't want us to live in fear. He wants us to be confident as his child and as his, as, as his daughter. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, let every contrary power boasting against me in order to reduce my confidence in you. 
tonight let those power be destroyed by your power in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Maya Kadale Kepe de Yedegabo, Ikapakudale Kapase de Kepe Lika Simple Jidikapolia. Every contrary power, every contrary spirit boasting against us in order to reduce our confidence in God. Tonight we come against you. Be, re- be destroyed by fire. We terminate you by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let them be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus, contrary situations, contrary power, boasting against us. Tonight we come against you. We boast against you too. In the name of the Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we command you to power and to be destroyed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We have, we have, we have these seven prayer points to pray. And the first prayer point is this. We are going to lift up your voice. I say, my father, because you are a competent father, come and do for me beyond my expectation. That's the first prayer point. <laughs> because God is what? is competent. According to that Ephesians 3.20, the Bible said, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Look at that. According to the power which is at work in us, I want you to lift up your voice and say, My father, over that situation, come and do for me beyond my expectation. In the name of Jesus, Lord, by your power, exceed my expectation. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. I come mask for Gidicapolia. Lord, come and exceed our expectation. In the mighty name of Jesus, exceed my expectation. Exceed my expectation over all my requests. Exceed my expectation. In the name of Jesus, where I've been asking for two, Lord, give me 20. In the name of Jesus, exceed my expectation. Open your mouth, open your mouth. God wants to do for you more than your request. God wants to do for you more than your request. I want you to lift up your voice with confidence tonight and say, My Father, exceed my expectation. In the name of Jesus, beyond what I ask, beyond what I can think about, exceed our expectation. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I declare over your life that God will exceed your expectation. In the name of Jesus, over that situation, the Lord will answer you. In the name of Jesus, where you are asking God for one, God will give you hundred. In the name of Jesus Christ. I said God will exceed your expectation. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice because our Father is competent. He can deliver. He can deliver. I want you to know that he can deliver. And tonight, you have been delivered from every affliction. I say you have been delivered from the hand of that strong man. You have been delivered from that sickness. You have been delivered from that trouble. In the name of Jesus, from every power that say you would not rise up. I say you have been delivered. In the name of Jesus, the three Hebrews, they said it with confidence. In, in that Daniel 3 verse 17, they said the God that we serve 
We serve a living God. He is able to deliver us and he will deliver us from your hand. Oh King, I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, tonight let there be deliverance for me out of every trouble, out of every problems. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let there be total deliverance from every fire of affliction. Let there be total deliverance from that sickness. Let there be total deliverance in the name of Jesus. Deliver our children, deliver our spouse, deliver every member of our family from that strong enemy in the name of Jesus, from that power harassing us in our dream. Lord, deliver us tonight in the name of Jesus. From failure, deliver us. From, from sickness, deliver us. From all kinds of tragedy, deliver us. From every contrary wind, deliver us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I declare by your life that there shall be deliverance for you. For you and your family members, in the name of Jesus, that situation will not swallow you up. And I declare in the name of Jesus, every contrary situation in your life that has swallowed you up, I command them to vomit you now. In the name of Jesus, that sickness, you are delivered from it. That cancer, you are delivered from it. That high blood pressure, you are delivered from it. In the name of Jesus, what the enemy think will kill you, God will use it to sustain you. In the name of Jesus. I want someone to shout, I have been delivered. I, am, I have been delivered. My children have been delivered. My job, my career has been delivered. My blessing has been delivered. In the name of Jesus, shout hallelujah. Now, I want you to pray this prayer. God is able to subdue all things. Philippians 3.21 The Bible says, according to the working by which, look at that. He is able because he has the power to subdue all things under his feet. I want you to lift up your voice and send the mighty name of Jesus. Tonight, let, let the powers of darkness be subdued under my feet. I want you to pray that prayer with confidence. Let sickness be subdued under my feet. Let failure be, what? be subdued under my feet. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and begin to declare it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, let sickness be subdued under our feet. Let failure in business be subdued under our feet. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. If you can step in if you can tap on the on the ground, begin to tap on the ground as if you are marching on top of something. Lord, tonight subdue the powers of the wicked under our feet. In the name of Jesus, we are marching over failure. We are marching over sickness. We are marching over our affliction. In the name of Jesus, whatever has been standing before us, let them be subdued under us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I declare over your life that that court case, the law is subdue it under your feet. In the name of Jesus Christ, failure is now being subdued under your feet. In the name of Jesus, that sickness is now being subdued under your feet. In the name of Jesus, it is well with you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The book of Acts chapter 20 verse 32, the Bible says, and so now my brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up 
and give you an inheritance. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, because you are a competent father, because you are a powerful father, Lord, tonight, whatever has been damaged in my life by the enemy, let them be built up again. Let my business be built up again. I want you to know that that business can still rise again. In the name of Jesus, that career can still rise again. I want you to lift up your voice and say tonight, whatever the enemy has damaged, tonight, let them be built up again. Lord, build me up again. I don't know, maybe you fell. Maybe you fell into sin or you fell into something. But tonight, I want you to know that God can build you up again. God can still use you again. God can still use you again. God can still raise you up again. You can still become a champion again. You can still become a victor again. You can still become a winner again. Where do you want to give up on yourself? When God has not given up on you, I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, because you are a competent Father, build, build me up again. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, build my business up again. Build my children up again. Where will you give up on your child when God has not given up on them? Lord, build up my child again. In the name of Jesus, whatever the enemy has damaged tonight, let them be built up again. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, build me up again. To be stronger than every contrary power. Lord, build me up again with your power. In the name of Jesus, build me up again. Build my business up again. Build my career up again. In the name of Jesus, and give me inheritance among your children. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, keep me by your power from stumbling. That's what Jude, Jude 124. The Bible says, now unto him who is able to keep you from stumbling. I want you to know that there are powers that want you to stumble, but you will not stumble. In the name of Jesus, every power that wants you to fall, every power that wants you to stumble, they are the one that will fall, they are the one that will stumble before you. In the name of Jesus, I want you to lift up your voice. I say, my father. Every assigned power that has been assigned to cause me to stumble, let them begin to stumble before me. In the name of Jesus, Lord, keep me from stumbling. Keep me from falling. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Keep me to the end. In the name of Jesus, by your power, keep me to the end. Keep my family to the end. Keep my children to the end. Keep my spouse to the end. In the name of Jesus, Lord, keep us to the end. In the mighty name of Jesus, Keep us from stumbling. We shall not stumble into sin. We shall not stumble into, into failure. In the name of Jesus, every power that wants to cause us to stumble, let them fall before us. Open your mouth. Powers that want me to stumble. I command you to begin to fall before me. After the order of Goliath, in the name of Jesus, I will not fall before my enemy. I will not stumble before my enemy. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I declare that in the name of Jesus, the right hand of God will uphold you. In the name of Jesus, you will not fall. <laughs> ah, my God. I said you will not stumble. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will keep you to the hand. In Jesus' mighty name, we have 
prayed. Uh, the time is not on our side, but let's let's let, let's just run through it again. We have just two more. We have just two more. Second Corinthians nine verse eight. The Bible says God is able to what to make all grace available. I want you to know that the grace you need in your career. Because sometimes when we are praying, some people think we are only praying to destroy enemy. No. No. We are, we are not just praying against the enemy. There are many good things we can pray to God to do for us. The Bible says it can make all grace. To what? It can make all grace to abound towards us. Grace for excellence in career. Grace for acceleration. Grace for, 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 for success, grace for prosperity, grace for abundance. You can make all grace available. Grace even to, to be a good parent, to, pay, to, to train and to raise our children. God can make that grace available. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, make all your grace available unto me. In the name of Jesus, the grace that I need to become a success, the grace that I need to prosper in my career, the grace that I need to have acceleration, Lord, release it upon me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Tonight, God wants to supply grace. I am my skin I said, God want to supply grace. James chapter 4, verse 6. The Bible says, and he giveth more grace. I want you to crown to God and say, Lord, give me more grace tonight. In the name of Jesus, give me more grace. Grace for my spiritual work with you. Give me more grace. Grace for my, for my career. Give me more grace. Grace for financial sustenance. Lord, give me more grace. Grace for success in ministry. Lord, give me more grace. Grace to be a good, children, a, a good parent to my children and to be a good child to my parents. In the name of Jesus, Lord, give me more grace. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. More grace. More grace. I see God pouring more grace upon us. I want you to ask for more grace tonight. Ask for more grace. Ask for, and maybe you are feeling tired. I don't know. Maybe you are about to give up. This is the time to ask for grace. Grace that will keep you up again. Grace that will keep you going again. Grace that will strengthen you again. Grace that will give you courage again. Lord, give me more grace tonight. In the name of Jesus. Grace that will help me to live a holy life. Grace that will help me to live a righteous life. Grace that will help me to live above sickness. Grace for good act. I receive it tonight. In the name of Jesus. I receive grace for excellence. I receive grace for my children. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you. Receive more grace in the name of Jesus. Your life will not lack or be deficient of God's grace in the journey of this week. In the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, I want us to take one more and then we'll round, we'll round up for tonight. According to Hebrews 7 verse 25, because our father is a competent father. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, therefore, he is able to save to the uttermost. Look at that. God can, which means, don't be afraid that you will go to hellfire. I don't know where, and I will not stop, you know, I will not stop teaching about this. Because I know some of us, we are, that's why some people are afraid of death. Now, let me, let me give us the secret. The day we stop to be afraid of death, that is the day death will carry his load and leave us alone. <laughs> but in as long as we are afraid of death, death will keep haunting us. But make up your mind and know, death, I've been giving power over you. 
I won't, I'm not afraid of death. For every believer, we don't even die as Christians. We go to sleep. That's what the Bible says. People who, have, who, who, who died in the Lord, the Bible said they go to sleep. It, and let me tell us this. It is good to sleep. Sleep is a good thing. Do not some people they want they want to sleep but they they, they can't sleep they, they don't know how they can naturally sleep again they have lost that that uh, hunger I want us to lift up our voice <laughs> God is able to save to the uttermost which means we will not we will not just we will not just live in this world and end up in hell He will save us He will receive us into His kingdom. In fact, in John 14, I want you to read this before you go to bed tonight. John 14 from verse 1 to 4. Jesus told his disciples, he said, don't be afraid. Believe in God. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Because I'm going to prepare a place for you. Because in my father's house, there are many mansions. Look at that. Look at that. There are mansions there. There are mansions there. So do you think the disciples they were afraid of death? In fact, Paul. You know, there was a time in Acts 15, somebody prophesied that Paul, you know, he took the gado of Paul and said, this man that holds this gado, this is how he will be tied and he will be delivered to the Gentiles. And Paul looked at the prophet. He said, oh, prophet, you, have, you must be kidding me. I don't even care. He said, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go and die for Christ. I'm ready. I'm ready to go into glory. I'm not afraid of death. <laughs> the same Paul, there was a time they beat him. The Bible said they left him to be dead. And when the brethren, when they surrounded him, the Bible said this man, he jacked up again and he started preaching the gospel. I want us to, to lift up our voice and say, my father, by your grace, keep me to the end. Let me be saved to the uttermost. I will not miss heaven. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. I will not miss heaven. In the name of Jesus. Let me be delivered from the fear of death. From the fear of death. In the name of Jesus. Lord, help us, O God. That we will be saved to the uttermost. In the name of Jesus. We shall not miss heaven. We shall not miss the kingdom of God. In Jesus' mighty name. We are prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. We give you praise for answers to all our prayers tonight. Lord, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus. Tonight, we ask that you will increase our confidence in the place of prayer. In the name of Jesus. Because you are a caring father. Because you are a consistent father. And because you are a competent father. Lord, increase our confidence in you. In the name of Jesus. And every power busting against us. Every challenges and troubles of life busting against us. Making us to feel less than we than what we are tonight. Let them be terminated now in the name of Jesus. As we go in the journey of this week, let your presence go with us in the name of Jesus. Let every mountain become be, be, be melted before us in the name of Jesus. Let every valley be lifted in the name of Jesus. Let every powers of the enemy be subdued before us in the name of Jesus. This week we shall go forward. This week we shall succeed. In this week we shall return with testimony. In the name of Jesus, our heavens is declared open in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because you have answered our prayers. We pray for Ukraine. Let there be peace over the land. In the name of Jesus. And even for our homeland, our homeland where we are, we declare peace in the name of Jesus. 
we, we, we send away every voices and noise of battle. In the name of Jesus, in this nation, we silence every noise of battle. In the name of Jesus, war will not enter into this nation. In the name of Jesus, Malika Pakuda Lika Pasidika Polia, war will not enter into our homeland. In the name of Jesus, whatever may want to attack our peace, Whatever may want to attack our joy, we repeat them. We cast them out in the name of Jesus. Almighty Father, we thank you because you have answered us. Before next week Sunday, let our testimonies multiply in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout, Hallelujah! Who you are yesterday, today, and forevermore. What you say is what you do. You never fail, you never change. You are faithful till the end. Faithful God, I worship you. I worship you. You're too faithful to fail me. disappoint me You've proven yourself in my life And I've come to realize You're too faithful to fail me You're too faithful to fail me Oh Jesus You're too faithful to disappoint me you've proven yourself in my life and I've come to realize you're too faithful to fail me.